Hey guys, welcome back to the Inspire Way podcast. How are you guys doing? First of all, I'll say this. My audio might sound a little different today in this intro. I am on the road and away from my normal uh, mic and kind of studio setup, if you would call it. <laughs> so um, and as a matter of fact, I'm down in Orlando, Florida right now in Jeff Forrester's house as we speak recording this. And um just uh, connecting down here on some personal business, but also spending some time with Jeff and uh, kind of uh, just hanging out together as friends do. So this episode, or uh, as I say, this segment of the Inspired Way podcast, this segment, The Pursuit, is brought to you by the Inspired Way and Mighty Warrior Council. And uh, in, this, uh, in this episode, 004, we discuss the importance of relationships and friendship. And it's, it's interesting because we talk about defining the relationship, defining um, the friendship and what it costs <laughs> because friendships and relationships cost us something. So what's that investment? Um, as uh, This is a perfect example. So I'm investing time and money, resources to be here. Uh, to invest in this relationship. And in this episode, we discuss that. We discuss the importance of identifying the roles and, uh, you know, really uh, understanding each other and, and knowing that each other is after each other's good uh, and not to harm each other. You know, I think there's just some, again, it's just defining things uh, for each relationship that you have. And we discuss there's uh, several, I think, six different types of relationships or friendships that we can have. And we talk about how to define those and how to look for those in our life. So I hope you guys really enjoy this. Uh, th again, this is Jeff Forrester and I, episode four of The Pursuit. Oh, psych. Uh, we're not going to the episode just yet. <laughs> Sorry, I almost forgot. We have a free call coming up on Monday the 18th. 8 p.m. Eastern Time. It's of our regular scheduled council call. These are the, the council is our uh, membership group that we have built a brotherhood and a community in. And uh, every quarter we open it up for free calls for guys that follow us on Instagram or maybe here on this episode, you know, this podcast. And you're looking for a brotherhood. You're looking for a community. You're looking for people to uh, challenge you and hold you accountable to help you achieve your goals. We've had guys start businesses and thrive. It's amazing to see the growth that these guys do inside the council. And so if you'd like more information about that or you've been following us for a while and you're wondering what it's all about, Monday the 18th at 8 p.m. We're doing a free call where you can just kind of sit in and, and see what it's all about. And this quarter we're talking about relationships. So this episode really um, is very appropriate to the call that we're about to have on Monday the 18th. And so this is being recorded uh, the Thursday before whatever day that is. I think it's the 14th or something like that. So anyway, just wanted to let you guys know about it. If you're interested, go to MightyWarriorCouncil.com forward slash MWC, just those, uh, the acronym for Mighty Warrior Council, MWC dash registration. So again, that's MightyWarriorCouncil.com forward slash MWC dash registration. Just register. You'll get, you'll receive an email with a link to the call. Uh, a Zoom link and join us Monday. We'd love to have you there. If you have any questions, just DM us on Instagram. You can DM me 
uh, at Tim Douglas Inspires or Jeff at, excuse me, at Jeff for Esther or the Mighty Warrior Council. Just DM us, ask us any kind of questions you have. All right, guys, here we go. Here's the episode. Hope you guys enjoy it. Talk to you soon. Well, I don't know what kind of fun chatter you want to start with, but <laughs> <laughs> whatever we want to, it's our show. You wanted me to tell the story of, like I said, you, you were like, we should be recording this. That was uh, yeah, me exactly. talking about how, what's that? You can leave the bathroom part out if you want. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave the bathroom part out. <laughs> now everybody wants to know what the heck was that? Tune in next week. It's yeah. a cliffhanger. <laughs> no. <laughs> no we won't go there uh yeah no uh but then i was in a hurry and i'm like oh okay i need to make a cup of a, a cup of coffee real quick and uh so i hit on and i always try to again just trying to be as efficient as possible that um i'll if the machine needs water i'll hit go so it's kind of starting its process and then i'll go get water instead of go get water then come over and wait for it so i thought i'd hit go go get water while i'm getting water i come back and i'm like oh crap the cup was sitting right there but i didn't put it underneath and so about two ounces so instead of 10 ounces i've got eight ounces to work with <laughs> and two ounces to clean up <laughs> i cleaned up the two ounces <laughs> hence the uh the uh delay <laughs> yeah no that's I was all like, right i was like oh crap man but yeah anyway so how are things going it's good. I, I tell you, and I know we've talked about this before, and I haven't even mentioned this to you in our back and forth is, you know, when you start on a path of entrepreneurship, as you well have been on for years, um, how incredibly challenging it is to block your day. Mm. And I know you and I just in the past two weeks, we've missed our normal time to, to connect. Yeah. And because things have gotten in the way. And it was even yesterday, it took intentional focus to the point where like I was being pulled to say, okay, I could do X, Y, and Z. And finally I went, no, I'm the boss. <laughs> I'm going to tell people I have an appointment at 11. Yeah. When I'm done, I'll get back to you. Right. And it's, it can be, I'm learning because I'm used to having, you know, with the W2 world. It, you almost feel like you have an excuse to block the day and like, no, I can't talk to you. But then when you're on your own schedule, you end up allowing all this stuff to start to push in. And next thing you know, is a lot of the important things that you want get pushed out because you make these excuses of things. And so one of the, the awareness, and, and I know we're going to talk about friendships today, which is great. And I think this plays right into it because of that you and I are different and we have a strong friendship. And I, I firmly believe it's because of the difference that we have in personality. Mm -hmm. It was like yesterday, I was just starting to feel like all day that I had drank multiple 10 ounce cups of coffee. Mm. And cause like, I could feel my, my heart race. And I, that's when I, it really started to click with me is one, I wasn't following the yes strategy that we talked about in the council a couple of weeks mm -hmm. ago. And then the second part was, is I was doing a lot of stuff internally, meaning I was trying to mm. focus on a lot of stuff on how to do things for me. And it clicked that I need to push that stuff outwards. And so like our, and where this goes, I know people are like, well, that has nothing to do with what you started with. 
but it was being intentional to, 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 you know, connect with you and have that connection with friends to add value to you. And then for us, for the sake of this podcast is to add value to other people. It just leveled me out almost immediately when I realized that I was turning too much inward and needed to turn things outward. And, and you've talked about that in, out, and um, up. In, in and out. Yeah. We should do um, that on, he- on here. Maybe not today, but um, definitely because the in is that, the, the in, in what you're referring to, I see what you're saying. You're going personally in and you need to go outward, but the up in and out is really our, our relationships, our friendships um, that we do, that we have. It's the, um, uh, you know, the iron sharpening iron. That's our in you know, going in, which would be essentially out to our friends or our circle. Um, the out in that regard, the up in and out is the world in what we do, you know, missionally. So, um, and just for the listeners, the up is God. So like our relationship with God, our vertical relationship. And then we have this triangle, um, which I love this whole thing of the triangle, you talk about the Trinity, you know, the father, son, Holy spirit. We can talk about, you know, body, soul, um, spirit, you know, all of it is this triangle and the triangle is the strongest, uh, shape in the world. Like it, it's above any other shape. It's the triangle that has the most strength in it. And so when we're out of whack in our lives, it's like one side of the triangle, we're leaning one way too far or the other. And, most of us are probably really, really good in one area, okay in another, and just totally suck <laughs> at one of them. And so it's like really trying to find that balance so that the triangle has its strength and it's des- and to do what it's designed to do. So, um, but yeah, by the way, digress. <laughs> yeah, no, it's but this is the pursuit. You're Tim. Yeah. I'm Jeff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, I was like, wait a minute, we haven't even announced what we're doing. I'll um, do that in the uh, so in the record. So I'll do a recording uh, after this that kind of uh, says what this is. Uh, you know what we're doing, what we're yeah. going to talk about here, and then kind of uh, lets everybody know like what the what the heck are they about to listen to? But dive in. I, and, well, I, what is this? I just love the uh, the way that our good friend Cornbread and good friends Cornbread and Cooney how they start theirs the, yeah. when they start the red blooded outdoors. But um, yeah. you can be Ratchaluni if you want. Ratchaluni, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, but yeah, friendships, man. That's that's kind of the topic today, and this is a this is a a huge one for me because I've like really worked worked on it because I've ruined some relationships and not in an inten- intentional way. I think it was because I was, you know, man, yeah, just to dive right into it. I was, I think I was, I think you need to know like what you want out of the relationship. And for me, I was wanting something that the friends weren't willing to give, um, you know, whether it's accountability to call me out on my crap. Like if I'm not, yeah, I mean, literally that's, that's the, the standard that I held my friends to and, and it, it rubbed them, you know, off because I was doing that to them. Does that make sense? So I'm holding yeah. them accountable, holding, calling them out on their crap and all this other stuff. And it wasn't w- well received. And I think that's the challenge is finding friendships that, that you both are in it for the same purpose. And so I started praying for 
those types of friendships, those types of relationships. And um, thankfully, you know, thankfully now, you know, I have those and, yeah. uh, it, and it's not easy. It's not fun. It's never fun to get called, you know, like, Oh crap. Uh, like for instance, Oh, we'll just go there real quick. Uh, I wasn't even thinking about this until like later on. Um, but there's um, you and I had an exchange and I won't go through the full exchange. Cause it, I mean, it was nothing major, but I think, you said in all transparency, I think those were the words. Yeah. In all transparency, I do wish we could have discussed, you know, da, 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 da. And, and it's funny because as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh crap, you know, I didn't communicate well enough. And it was you being open to say, hey, look, this bothered me. And most people don't, because they, they don't have that kind of a relationship to, to say like, hey, this, this is, you know, this, now I do agree though, too, like we should try to work it out on our own. And if we can't, then it's like, okay, let's bring it to them. The, the scripture. Right. right. So, right. well, and the other uh, thing to that was, is that when we began our friendship, we had open conversations and you, you were open and transparent about what you're looking for in a friendship and yeah. what that free fire zone looks like. And then I'm either comfortable with it or I'm not comfortable with it. And normally, like for me, like that was a big moment for me to externalize and externally communicate what I felt at that moment. Because mm. normally I would have just buried it and held a little bit of resentment over time. And then I would have gotten over it because it wasn't like a real big challenge. You know, it wasn't a big deal, like you said. Right, yeah. But it was powerful, I, I know, in our friendship because a, it, you know, I knew you would receive it well. Mm -hmm. And I was able to overcome some of the fears that I have because I've lost friendships as well out of yeah. my fear, not yeah. because I've said something inappropriately or, or that pushed the wrong buttons, but it's that I didn't say anything. Yeah. And then over time, resentment built up on either side because the communication wasn't there and the friendship started to go apart. Not that we weren't mm. friendly with one another anymore. We just weren't as close as we yep. were. So yeah. that was on my side, like not communicating. So like mm. I would be the other side of your friends back in the day. I'm like, can you believe what Tim just said? To me? <laughs> yeah. And not yeah. knowing your heart, you would take it the wrong way. Mm -hmm. um, and that's the important part of, friendships and as men like we talk about in the council we're not good at that mm. it's either combative or it's passive yeah yeah there's no middle ground i i would think yeah and in my experience i guess and maybe it's just a, a light on the my past is i would say majority of them are all passive that i've experienced um, very few are combative um, and my coach, uh, a few years back, he was like, you're the only alpha in your circle, like in your life, you need more alphas. You need more people because the rest of it, he could just tell, he didn't know any, he, he lived in a completely different state, <laughs> you know, but he could just tell by my relationships or my friendships that I needed more of that. Someone that will push back someone that would say, the things that I'm looking for. Uh, and, and, and as I was like, really? Like when I heard that, I'm like, I don't, 
I don't know. And then I started like digging into it a little bit more and I'm like, no, he's right. He's right. Like everyone's passive. Everyone's that passive aggressive type of, you know, dealing with each other. And, and it's like, that's not healthy. And, and, and it, and it showed in the relationships and in their friendships. And then, and unfortunately, as much as I have tried to, um, to restore or to reach out like, Hey, litmus test is everything the same today as it was two years ago. No. Okay. What can we do to make it better? Oh, we should do da, 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 da. Okay, great. I'm open to that. And then you're the only one putting in the effort to me that sends the message that they're not willing to invest in that. And I think that's the other part of what you were saying is like, from the very beginning, I said, Hey, this is what I'm looking for. And then you're like, you have to make the decision. Am I willing to invest that type of, you know, effort into this relationship where I push back when needed to be pushed back. I receive when I need to receive, I grow when I need to grow. Um, which is very different than I think most, um, most friendships. Well, and it, like you were saying that when you reached back out to ask where things could go, they still haven't gotten over the other stuff. Right. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. they're, they're being, they're continuing to be passive. It's uncomfortable for those people who aren't comfortable in being assertive and speaking up, it's uncomfortable and it's scary yeah. because of the things that you imagine in your head, right? Of how the other person's going to react. Yeah. It's just an imagination. It's not real fear. It's like, no. if you say that, are they going to stick a knife in my throat? No, right. they're no. not. If they are, you probably shouldn't be hanging out with them anyways. If that's a genuine <laughs> fear, you yeah, need you a new what? circle of friends. Yeah. <laughs> and, but that mentally, that's what you think. You think, okay, well, they're going to get so upset. Well, whoopie do. What, yeah. You know, and again, we don't want people to be upset. No, no. But the fact that that person two years later still can't share, well, Tim, the reason why we can't get where you want us to get is I still haven't gotten over. Cause I can't get beyond before. It. And I yeah. can't even, I don't even have the strength to tell you what you did to <laughs> right. get over it for you to repair that. Yeah. And yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. There was something but, I was going to add to that, but yeah, it's just, well, I mean, I think that's perfect. Well, and I'll jump in back what you had shared where somebody gave you feedback that you needed more alpha males to push back on you. To me, that also speaks volumes to the work that you've done on you to be able to receive that. Because mm, there's a mm -hmm. lot of alphas that are so insecure Right. That's why they're alphas. Yes. If I'm the biggest, loudest in the room, then I'm going to scare everybody and nobody's going to see that I'm terrified and I'm incapable of accepting feedback. Yeah. But that's to me, the, the word that just kind of like screaming in my head right now is just false identity. Yeah. You're not truly, you know, really truly an alpha per se. I mean, you just, you just want to be and be perceived as that. Correct. And so you, you, you project that outward versus I think it is true to, to be able to, um, well, you know, it's like the Buffalo story. It's like the Buffalo doesn't, um, isn't exempt from the elements of the storm. Like they're still going to get pounded with hail twigs that are blowing are still going to get stuck in their fur that, you know, the storm may kick their tail. It might be a rough one, but at this, at the end of the day, they've, they've gone through it. They're stronger on the other side. They know what 
how to improve and that that's part of it. It's like knowing, okay, what can I do to improve? So that way, when I face this or someone else is going to face this, we can do this together more efficiently and better. And so it's all about having, I guess, yeah, that mindset of just growth. Like I want to grow. I want to be able to grow because it makes me stronger and it makes me healthier and being able to receive a corrective word or, or something, you know, it's like, uh, Chris Worth, one time I said something to him three times we were meeting and I said it to him three times in like three separate weeks. And he was like, dude, that's three times in the last three weeks that you've said that, when are you actually going to do it? And I was like, "Uh Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And that's what that's, that's cool friendship to me, man. That like when someone has the balls to actually say like, dude, you keep saying that, but you're doing nothing. Like, are you really going to put your money where your mouth is? Are you really going to be a man of your word? Are you really going to do what you say you're going to do? Or are you just, are you just fluffing Charmin, you know, or are you just throwing things out there to say, so people think you sound good or whatever. And, and I'm challenged by that. Like, even with what we do, it's like, no, I have to live that. And I want my <clears throat> friends to be able to do that, but I want my friends to actually call me out if they see me slacking in that area too. You know, back to that free fire zone that you talked about that came from Stephen Mansfield, where he's talking, uh, you know, for those that are listening, it's like, what the heck is that? It's this, it's having a band of brothers so that it, it, to, to a place and an understanding that we know that we can fire at each other at will. In other words, if Kobe or Jordan saw their teammates slacking, he would, they would fire off at will, letting them know like, dude, he's always getting you on the rebound. Like you've got to box out better. You've got, to, or he's getting you back down the court. You've got to pick it up. Or even like, um, seal team guys, you know, where they're, you know, these special elite guys they're it's a team and they, they're checking each other. They're checking each other so that not to be jerks and to tear each other down, but it's to build each other up. So they know that, Hey, if you carry on that weakness, we all carry that weakness. But if you <clears throat> get stronger in this area, we all get stronger. And so that's, that was my mentality. I want people to check me so that I get stronger. So that way you get stronger as well. Well, that, and they have to do it because it's life or death. So they don't take yeah. it personal because yeah. if you're not doing your job, I'm dependent upon you to watch that side whether it's, you know, behind me, left, right, up, down, whatever it may be, yeah. I'm dependent. So if your gear's not in order, if you're not 100%, that puts my life at jeopardy. And when it, we're in the, the, the non-combative world, we don't think that way. And so you give too much grace to other people because they're, but at the same time, you know, like you and I, we've built a, a strong enough bond to where we know that we've got each other's back and we're dependent upon it because you know, like, I know if you're calling me out, it's because it's important and that it needs to be yeah. done and vice versa. And most, when you were talking about friendships, it's like the, the term love gets thrown around a lot. And in the Greek, there were what, five or six different mm -hmm, definitions mm -hmm. of love. I think it's the same with friends. Everybody says friends, every, everybody says buddy. Mm -hmm. uh, and when a lot of times 
we, we really need to define that. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. Like you said, first off is that your definition of friendship may be different from somebody else's and somebody may just want casual relationships. Yeah. Never, never deep, never, no discussions. Well, the problem is, is we are in a, a sea of casual relationships, right? We are in a sea of casual relationships. So like, we have casual work relationships. If we do sports or if our kids are in sports, we have casual relationships there. Even church, you know, we have casual relationships at the church level. We don't have this deep um, connection, this deep bond with one another. And you think about it, uh, you know, Stephen Mansfield's book of Manly Men talks about friendships and he talks about how you know, we, we were always in these relationships with, with other guys, you know, it was easy to, for him, it was easy for me. It was easy to build friends still is for, for the most, it's, it's very easy. I, I'm very, but I show myself friendly. I try to build friendships, this, that, and the other. So for him, it was the same way, but then I saw this for my life. You go through school, you have all kinds of friends, you go to the next level, you have all kinds of friends. And then all of a sudden you get married. And then you start, you buy a house, you have responsibilities, you then have kids, you have even more responsibilities, you've got your career that you're building, all these different things. And now those deep connections that you were off doing things with, doing, you know, whatever activities, sports, hanging out, whatever, um, you are now, it's, it's, it was this transition in life to where now we're our sole responsibilities, our family, our job, our, you know, our home, things like that. And now it's just casual. Everything's casual. And he, he talked about how he got to this place where he was just empty. He was empty and needing it. Cause all the, all the conversations were just super surface and that that's where I got. And that's where I was like, Lord, I, I need some friends. Um, and like solid friends, like good godly guys that that can challenge me that can um that we can do life together that i want to do life with you know so um and uh and that's where he got to that point and and i think the point of that's being made there is that we've got to be aware of the casual relationships and who do we have in our lives that um uh, that goes deeper, that challenges us to go deeper. Cause back to your, co your comment of the life or death situation, these guys are going to call him out because if he doesn't do this, it's his life. I try to view it that way. Like if I don't grow, it's my life. In other words, my life doesn't improve. My life doesn't get better. And if my life doesn't get better, my family's doesn't get better. If my family's doesn't get better, my community doesn't get better and so forth. And so it's kind of one of those things that, it's life or death, meaning if I'm not growing, you know, we've all heard that quote, if you're not growing, you're not dying or you're, you're dying. Right. And so it's your, and I want to continue to grow. I want to continue to be pushed and challenged, whether it's from myself or from my friendships. So, yeah. And what happens is at least while you were talking, a couple of things that clicked in my mind is the importance of a father's role mm. in teaching friendship to their children. And yes, lost. I think back <clears throat> about my dad. And again, that generation, they didn't go in depth and think about all this stuff. They just didn't. It's not mm -hmm. their fault. It just wasn't big on the, the topic. And um, they worked and they provided and that's what they did. They loved us. 
And I look back, like you were saying, as I always, I was, I craved a deep, meaningful relationship with my dad and really with anybody. Like I just wanted yeah. a friend so bad. I would, I would tend to smother them. So <clears throat> because I just wanted a friend, um, bad. It wasn't like I was a, a castaway. It just, I, I wanted that friendship. Yeah. And <clears throat> I was thinking while you were talking is that how many times as parents, we have casual relationships with our children. Mm-hmm. I'm the parent, you're the child. This is where we go. Do we ask them, how are you feeling today? What's going on at school? What, what are some things that you're worried about? What's concerning? Yeah. <clears throat> and and I think we can actually, I got to stop saying, I think we can condition our <laughs> children on how to build meaningful relationships and more importantly, not yearn for deep, meaningful relationships because they don't have one with us. Yeah. And so in, in where I'm at right now with this whole job transition, when I come home from football, um, Deuce is in the front seat with me and um, he asked me questions about getting real estate deals or getting coaching clients. And so the other day I was like, buddy, are you worried about us as a family? And um, he said, yes. Wow. Yeah. And so (laughs) I didn't know that hit me. Wow, that came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, usually does. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it, it meant a lot that he and I have built a strong enough connection mm. that he felt okay to say yes, because mm-hmm. then we could work through that conversation. Mm-hmm. So he knew I wasn't putting the family in jeopardy. Yeah. You know, we're not, you know, in a place that I would be concerned. And that's why we make decisions as a family. But he needed to be able to feel confident to express that without concern. And so I allowed him to talk through that and have that. So later on in life, he'll he'll understand what that feeling is Mm -hmm. and what that bond to have open and honest relationships where you can share your fear with someone else without the concern that something negative would happen. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I didn't brush it off. I literally just sat in it, soaked it in, Mm -hmm. didn't dismiss it and allowed him to share some of the things that he was worried about. Yeah. Um, And when you were talking about the friendship, that's the, that's the picture that, that stuck into me that if we're building friendships with each other as men, we need to think about, how we need to do that. Like you said earlier, we need to define that, but then why aren't we having the meaningful relationships that we want? What, like internally, what are some of the things that are holding us back from making that connection? Yeah. Well, and I, uh, you know, I, I think that that's a good segue into a couple of different things. One, uh, before I get in, there's something I wanted to read, but before I do that, um, there's a, I'm reading the, I actually, I'm, I have the, the study guide <laughs> of it. I, I need to get the book. And so I'm, I'm kind of reading through this study guide on finding your tribe. And I'm actually, um, we're going to talk about this inside the council more and break this down. But I, I wanted to, I thought, you know, it'd be, it'd be 
you know, good to share it here as well. And let me see if I can find it again. Uh, there it is. It says, uh, so there's six types of friends. There's the sage. Um, this is the friend that listens, that prays, that um, advises. They love uh, for you to bring them the problem. Uh, they carry godly wisdom. They've earned through the study and life experiences. Um, they are safe and trustworthy place. You know, these are like um, uh, Apostle Paul was a sage friend to Timothy. Um, there's the encourager. This is the cheerleader, the friend who believes in you. They see the, the good in you and call it out. Uh, it is easy for them to speak hope when they are discouraged. Um, they, see the, they see the best in life and people. This person oozes belief and support. And then there's the foxhole friend. This is just a good companion. <laughs> These, you know, this friend uh, gets their hands dirty with you. If uh, they, if you have an idea, they're all in. They're ready to fight and, and go to the fight with you. Uh, there's the challenger. Uh, this is the friend who isn't afraid to tell you the truth. Um, they, they won't let you settle. They won't let. Uh, they'll kick you in the booty. It says uh, if you get off track. Uh, they might not be the easiest friend, and you might have to work through some conflict <laughs> here and there, but they make you better every time. And then there's the fun one, the fun friend that uh, just brings life to every party that you guys are around. Um, they might have... Um, uh, they might not have the two-hour debate with you uh, about theological issues, but, you know, they're, they're just going to be fun. And then there's the planner. This is the organized and thoughtful friend who, who makes um, sure that you've got everything together and make sure that the bill gets split up correctly, you know, da-da-da-da-da. So it's like finding those friends, like looking at our life and go, okay, who's the sage in my life? Who's the person that I go to for advice that, that can listen, that gives me good godly wisdom? Who's that encourager that really sees the good in me and is always trying to pull it out? Who's that foxhole friend? Like when I just, I need to, well, like going into the storm, who's going to go with me, right? Uh, who's the challenger? Who's the person that calls me out on my crap all the time? And it hurts. There is conflict there, but yet we work through it. Or just the one that I'm looking for fun. We just go have fun together. And that's all. It's just. And then the planner, you know, the one that's always planning and thoughtful through being thoughtful about the things that we do. So it, we all can kind of take away from that and go like, okay, who are those friends? That, that's a well-balanced, you know, sort of, of people in our life if, if we had six of those types of people. but And, and some could be a combination. I mean, you think of probably some of the people that you know and you go, okay, I could see where they have elements of two of yep, those. Absolutely. You know, or, or maybe even three, you just never know. So it's, you know, it's not like you have to have them, but I do feel that to your point, you should really start to think about that and which one are you yearning to receive? Cause you could be surrounded by a bunch of challengers and feel beat up all the time. Right. Right. They were feeling beat up all the time. Right. Cause you know, I'm, I, I would definitely think that I'm a challenger. I mean, if I took the personality test, it comes out, it says the challenger. So I, I, I received that. <laughs> right. But I hope that I have some other, you know, things in there, uh, you know, for you, I mean, I totally see like encourager and I see planner, you know, like when, you know, just looking at these descriptions here, sure. 
Um, I can totally see that. So, but the, yeah, and, I think, and that's where that I'll add, I don't know where you were going to go. I don't mean to step on your toes. No, you're good. Is the, the importance of a community. And I know we've talked about this a bunch. I mean, a, this is sponsored by the mighty warrior council, which is a community, but you can have them in other places as well Yeah, where you get, you have in-depth conversations and, you know, one of the things we talked about at Battle Ready and we've talked about before, and I've heard it on multiple com men's community um, podcasts, John Eldridge talks about it, is men do well talking side to side and not front and center on each other. Whatever reason, if that's a, you feel threatened, if it's a, if it's instinctively, you don't do it, but doing things together as men helps create a stronger bond and not just sitting, you know, at the sports bar watching the game um, because that's a distraction. It's like, you know, having a date with a first date at a movie. Well, you're not going to get to know anybody because you're sitting there for two hours completely quiet. It's safe. It's easy, but it's not appropriate where like we did the, 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 we've run together, we've hiked together, we've done difficult things together. If you go fishing together, Basic course. together yeah. <laughs> any of those elements where it creates downtime where you have to talk. And, you know, I know we had great conversations around the fire. Anytime I think you get a, a group of guys, you build a fire and everybody sits around it. Nobody has to make eye contact. Everybody stares into the fire and you get some really good conversations that by the next morning, everybody has a different level of respect for each other. And you can already tell it starts to come together where people can't wait for that fire later that night. Yeah, there is something about that. And I think uh, part of it for me, uh, when I, when I hear you talk about that, you know, you talked about John Eldridge, uh, Stephen Mansfield talks about the same thing you put, you know, there's the study of the girls in the room. And the next thing you know, they're, they're organizing the chairs so that they're uh, facing each other and they're talking to each other and they're talking about their hair and their dress and yada, yada, yada. And you arrange the room the same way and you throw these boys in there. And the next thing you know, they're like, Hey, do you think we could climb up there and touch that or get that or you know and so they're doing things and his whole point was is men are about doing that's the side by side you know we're doing things together we can't do things facing each other yeah you know it's like when you go in battle you don't look at each other you're side by side you're going into you know so i think uh there is a lot of uh obviously it's just the way we're wired um, and so when you talk about doing things like you and I, you're right. I, I, I thought about that. Um, uh, so we met uh, February of 2020. Uh, later that year, uh, you came you came up here uh, to an event that I did. Shortly after that, I came down there uh, to. So we had seen each other three times in that year. 2021 rolls around. We did the basic course, we did um, mid-state, and uh, it seemed like there was something else. There was like another something that we did together. So it's like, and then here we are in 2022, and now we're doing events together. So, and again, it's it's about doing 
things together. And that's what built our relationship, you know, I would say partly, but the other part is just us wanting, having that agreement of like what that friendship is, like what we started with and what we want out of it. And, uh, but then to bring this full circle, we, we had this conversation. So I do a discipleship call or on a discipleship call on Mondays uh, with guys. And uh, we had a very similar conversation. It was about friendships and relationships. And it's interesting because um, I challenged the guys on that call. It doesn't have to be a big event like Battle Ready Weekend that we did. It doesn't have to be something like that. But you could call, you know, three, four guys and say, hey, look, let's go do an overnighter. Let's go, you know, maybe do two nights or whatever. Um, and just go spend time with one another. You know, and it's that doing things, whether you go on a hike, you build a fire together, you gather wood, you, you, you do things together, you know, that builds that bond. And then the conversations just kind of, I think, is that, you know, that solidifier that pulls it all together. But it's the doing, it's the action of being in each other's presence. Well, yeah, it's seeing my son's friendships develop on the football team and my daughter yeah. on her volleyball team. I mean, you're, you're doing hard things together. You have a common, you both understand the pain and, you know, it's that you talk about, or Chad talks about, you know, suffer in silence. Well, for, you know, one player to com comment to another player that they're tired, it falls on deaf ears because that person's tired too. Um, or if they say that to somebody who doesn't get to play much and they're like, well, I wish I was tired. Um, you know, so you have some, yeah, I'd like to be tired. <laughs> you know, a good example was the 50 K, you know, you and I both, we finished at different times, but we were experiencing the same pains. Yeah. We looked, you know, like 90 year old men getting up from the table, <laughs> eating dinner because we both were sore and we could laugh about it. We could relate to each other. We can actually ask, well, how did you hurt? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You hurt the worst. And so you could have those, those common discussions and then you both could visually go back. It's like we were talking about being cold. And mm. when we were talking about the hike, about how it was relevant, where there were certain times we were cold and certain times we weren't cold. And visually, we both knew exactly where we were at. Yeah. We didn't even run together the whole time. Right. Um, but that's, I agree with you hundred percent is doing things like that and just getting out, even if it's just going to the park and walking a trail, it doesn't have to be overly complicated, but in this modern society as men, it's like, well, let's go meet for coffee and mm. then you meet for coffee. And then every time the way it's the way it ends is, man, we should do this more. And then does it? And never happens. Or it's like three months later and yeah. it happens. And I'm guilty of it as well. So I'm not yeah. saying that I'm, I'm perfect at trying to keep relationships together and connections. But it also means that the way we started the conversation is you can't try to do so much. Yeah. You don't have connections with anybody because you're trying to hang out with so many different people. Yeah. And I think... Um... Wow. That's, I mean, there's so much there. I mean, that's back to that. Yes. Strategy. You know, what are we saying? Yes. To mm -hmm. 
because if we're so busy with everything else and, and I'm guilty, I, or have been guilty to where we were so busy with in the past with church life uh, and family stuff that I didn't have time for anything else. And, and I, I, I know several guys right now they're in that's, that's their life right now. They're so busy with everything else. They have no time for anything that, no time for friendships, no time for relationships, because here's what it requires is it's an investment. You have to be willing to invest the time. You also have to be in some situations, be willing to invest money (laughs) into friendships. And why do I say that is because you and I live eight hours drive time away from each other. It costs me money. It costs you money for us to do things together. We don't live across the street from one another or even across town from one another. So we have to be intentional about that. And we have to invest the time. We have to invest the, the resources necessary for us to go do, you know, a 50 K together, the basic course together, you know, the midstay, you know, all these different things that we've done. Uh, you know, it, it, it requires an investment. And the biggest one is in, you know, the intention, the investment of our intention. And we have to be intentional about reaching out to one another. Uh, You know, it's in somewhere, I can't remember the exact um, scripture, but it's like, you know, building each other up in your most holy faith. Like, are you intentional about building your friendships up? Are you intentional about building the other men around you up? you get intentional about that, you'll have some pretty cool relationships. And um, I do have another thought. And I just, before we close, um, that would, I believe that just to kind of put a bow on all of this is how we should be, how should we approach friendships? How should we be looking for friendships? Because that's hard for, for, I would say for a lot of guys. Um, and I go back to this, this book here, um, Mansfield's book of manly men. Uh, it's uh, on friendship, this section on friendship. And he's talking about the relationship between Jonathan and David and this relationship or this friendship changes a King, a nation and a world. And it's, it's so cool how it happens. So it says, uh, uh, right here, it says, after David had finished talking to Saul, Jonathan became one in spirit with David. He loved him as he loved himself. That's first Samuel 18, one notice that Jonathan, um, is drawn to the fire and the grit and the heart of David to the spirit of God in his life. And he loves him for these reasons first. So it's like, okay, I'm looking for some friendship. What do I look for in a person? Well, do they have some fire? Do they have some grit? Is, is their heart in the right place? Is, are, you know, do they have the spirit of God in their life? And it, it was like, those were the reasons he loved him first. It wasn't all these other things. It was because he saw this common ground in him that he wanted to be a part of. It goes on, it says, there is a lesson for us here. It is natural for our friendships to be largely about the things that we do. We've talked about that, but we can have, uh, we can have sports friends, work friends, 
friends uh, we make music with, for example, or it says yet um, a covenant friendship have to be built on something more, a heart and a purpose that matters for destiny. Uh, it says uh, this, this convicted me uh, when I first read it. My friendships were usually thin and uninspiring. And it's like, I guess that's a question for us all. Are our friendships right now thin and uninspiring? It's like, find men of spirit and devotion to God and build many connections with them. Um, and that's, that's the heart of what he was saying is like finding, you know, and I think for us, um, I, I'll speak for myself. I said for us, but I'll speak for myself, you know, at Mid-State last year, um, that really, uh, Gosh, that was that right there of what I just read about Jonathan's uh, love for David was because of what he saw in them, uh, in him. It wasn't anything else. It was about what he saw in him. And I think back to Mid-State last year and the connections of, you know, seeing Ben Goins for the first time, seeing Aaron Dana. Uh, Mike Craven, Mike Bellini, Jason Bear. I mean, I could go on and on. Justin Hamilton. I mean, just all of these solid, solid men. Eric Harris. And it was because of our, our love for them because of that, that the spirit of God and the life within them. There was that connection yep. that, dude, I, I mean, I walked away from that. I called Aaron and I'm like, after that weekend, and I'm like, Bro, I, I just want, and we said this on the call uh, at the on the council Monday night, and it was like I just wanted to like uproot. Let's go live where these guys live. I, I want to do life with them. <laughs> you know, it's it's that kind of friendship. But yet here we are, we're all in. I probably just ratted off six states. Mm -hmm. You know that we all live in, and yet our friendship and our bond and our connection is like unbelievable. Yeah, and yet most have, of us don't even have it in a in our own town. Yeah, no, I I I don't disagree with anything that you said, and I would echo all of that. So there's no need for me just to repeat it. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you know, just to, the listeners that are you know listening or watching, you know, if you guys are looking for a band of brothers, if you're looking for something, men that are established, you know from the, the spirit and the devotion of God within them. If you're looking for those type of connections, guys that will, that will, that do see the best in you that do want to challenge you that do want to push you, but it's from the heart of, we know what God's created us to do. And so it's from that heart that we push and we challenge and we, we stir that fire. We stoke that fire. We, we grind the iron a little bit to sharpen. It might not feel easy all the time or great all the time, but it, that's the purpose of it. And that is the council. And that's the brotherhood of the council of what we've created. And uh, it, it's just, it's been pretty amazing to see the connections built inside there and then the men's growth from leaning into it and i'll say this it doesn't come again without investment um and yes there's an investment monetary investment into the council however it, after that it, it, it's about investing your time and being intentional about leaning into these relationships because you can do the first one 
and it just fall flat on its face for you. Yeah. Yeah. And we've seen that, unfortunately. But again, it's the it's the intentionality of what are you here for? Are you here to build connections? Are you here to grow? Are you here to get stronger? That's that's our heart. So I agree. Wow, you're speechless. That's pretty good. (laughs) Anyway, well, I hate it when you go to these work work meetings and somebody's like, "Well, I want to piggyback on what Tim had to say and say exactly the same thing you said." (laughs) So I'm not piggybacking off of anything that you said. No, it's good. Well said, and um, (laughs) it's my hope that everybody heard what you had to say and takes action on what you had to say. Reach out, interact. If it's not in the council, at least it's on our Instagram page or our Facebook page. Um, you know, we try to be consistent with putting things of value that are up there. Um, we're definitely going to be more intentional about that here in 2022. Um, but again, it takes, it can't just be, um, us pushing everything out. We'd love to hear comments, feedback, um, that you're having prayer requests that you may have. You don't have to be in the council for us to pray for you. That's good. No, absolutely not. So where can they find us? Uh, MightyWarriorCouncil.com. There you go. MightyWarriorCouncil.com. You can, uh, or on Instagram, follow Jeff and I on Instagram at, uh, at Tim Douglas Inspires. At Jeff for Esther or at Mighty Warrior Council. There you go. Awesome. Well, Jeff, it's been a fun one, man. And I thank you for your friendship. I really do. Uh, it's uh, a unique friendship for sure. We are very different. Uh, it's we'll get into that in another episode. But uh, the cool part is, is um, uh, it works. Yeah, I'll just <laughs> it works. It works. Yeah, I'll leave it right there. We'll get into that in another episode. So, <laughs> all right, guys, uh, keep pursuing life a life of integrity, discipline, and valor in everything that you guys do. All right, we'll catch you next time. You're here. Later. Later.